Welcome to the first and football show. I am your host, Tobias Brown. And folks, we are back with another 2023 NFL draft prospect interview. We're going back to the D3 ranks. It's where we started and we're coming back to it. And folks, we're joined today by Wisconsin Whitewater wide receiver, Tyler Holty. Tyler, how are we doing today, man? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me, Tobias. I am doing well, man. We're super pumped to have you on. You've got a you've got a cool journey and you played at one of the premier D3 schools. So we're always happy to you know, help educate people that there's some legit talent at D3. I know you've probably heard it a time or two. Well, oh, it's D3. It's not as good. Yeah, I have heard that a few, quite a few times. Well, we're definitely today, by the end of this episode, we're going to help make sure people understand that's just not true anymore. But I want to, you know, start with your early years. You grew up in Illinois. So tell me a little bit about where you grew up, man. So uh, I grew up in Elgin, Illinois. It's a pretty big city outside of Chicago. It's a suburb of Chicago. Uh, I went to St. Edward's Central Catholic High School, played uh, football and baseball. I planned to play basketball, but I had broken my leg my freshman year in football, so set me back. I wasn't able to play basketball, and I kind of just decided the rest of the years I wasn't going to play basketball. But yeah, I played football and baseball. I loved it. Actually, baseball was like my first love, like my first sport that I loved the most. I, I wanted to go on and play college baseball. There were times when I was younger where I thought about not playing football and just focusing all on baseball. But, you know, talking with a lot of people, a lot of good people in my life, you know, I decided that, you know, I, I do really love football and the joy of the game and playing. So, yeah, I played my four years at St. Ed's and I decided to go to Whitewater. My recruiting process was a little slow, to be honest. I didn't have, you know, the big schools, you know, there were walk-on offers here and there, but I ultimately found that Whitewater was the spot for me and the place I wanted to be the most. So it turned out pretty good. And I'm glad I made the decision. You know, it's the best decision I made in my life so far to go to school there and couldn't be happier. You know, you talked about baseball being your first love. So I have to ask, how did you really come to the game of football then? Um, I, I, I played both. Like I played flag football when I was younger. I started playing t-ball when I was like three years old and I just loved baseball. I, I loved every second of it. I loved, I was a pitcher. I played center field. I, I love striking people out. I mean, throwing people out. I, I batted lead off always stealing bases. It was, it was just so fun. I, I love baseball, but I kind of, when I was in high school, baseball team wasn't the greatest. The, the coaching staff wasn't as great. I came from playing baseball travel where it's very serious and, you start very early in the, in the year before the season starts. And then I get to high school and we're having our first practice two weeks before the first game. And it was, you know, it was, it was an adjustment for sure. And just, it wasn't, baseball wasn't a big uh, thing at my high school and football was kind of the main focus there. And I kind of transformed into liking football a lot more. I still love the game of baseball. You know, I'm a big Cubs fan. I follow the sport a lot, but yeah, football, I just, it's just, it was just, it just became more, more fun, you know, like baseball, you're a little standing around, you know, I'm not a big standing around type of guy. I like to be moving all the time. So that that's kind of, you know, and I like, I, I do like to hit people. I know I'm a receiver, but I do like to make hits on people. So football, it just, it, yeah, I just, I liked it. I ended up liking it a lot more than baseball. So if you're a Chicago Cubs fan, does it also mean you're a Chicago Bears fan? 
I am a Chicago Bears fan. Whew, so, I mean, you do – like I told you, I'm, I'm right outside of Columbus, Ohio, so I'm a, I'm a big Buckeyes fan. You got our guy, Justin Fields, there. Is, is he treating you well? How do you feel about him? I'm, I'm more than happy to have him. You know, he's, he is doing whatever he can to make a play for the team. I mean, we just get a couple more pieces around him, and I, I really think, you know, he's, he's, he's going to be real, real good for years to come. This this past year he's been he's been really balling. I mean on the, on the running on the field and his passing's gotten a lot better. I mean he's looking he's looking real good this year. You know, and speaking of quarterbacks, you played with some really good ones there at Whitewater. You know, you get to Whitewater and like we talked about, it's one of the premier D three programs in the country, and that's that's not taken lightly. I mean, there are some legit Mary Harden Baylor. You know, Mount mm-hmm. Union, North Central just won the title. You know, but you guys are right up there as far as history, as far as tradition. So. Talk about when you walk through the doors at Whitewater as a freshman. What was your first moment like? Like, hey, this might be D three, but this is legit big time college football. Did you have a moment that stood out? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was probably like the first or second practice, and I like I get into a drill, and I was at another drill, and I, I missed them explaining it, and I get over there, and I, I kind of messed up the drill, and the coach he kicked he's yelling at me he kicked me right out of the drill told me don't don't mess up his drill again and I was like okay like they're they're taking this is serious like there's no messing around here and just like when when I walked in like the culture and just you were just able to tell how focused and determined everybody on the team was at all times you know their goal was you know one percent better every single day and just grinding out every single day no matter how difficult it was and it was a big it was a big difference coming from the school that I came from a small school where, you know, education and, and faith was the biggest things at, at my high school and sports were, you know, kind of thrown to the back. And so going to Whitewater and having that sport culture and sports all around, not just football. I mean, all the sports are tremendous. So, I mean, it was, it was a pretty big culture shock, but you know, it was, it was sweet to be a part of, you know, and folks who maybe are like, yeah, it's Wisconsin Whitewater. They don't know, you know, there's guys in the NFL right now from Whitewater. I think a Jake Kumaro plays the same position you play. Wide receiver went to Whitewater and has made a nice career with the Packers and the Bills. So, you know, when you look at, you know, D3 football, you we talked about it. People think, oh, it's D3. It's not as good. You know, if you could talk to someone about D3 football who maybe don't understand, like, the conference you guys play in, how legit it is, or the competition. I mean, shoot, just this year you guys played – St. John's and Harden Baylor. I mean, that's two of the top teams in the country that you play in your non-conference. So could, what would you want people to know about the grind of D3 and the talent that's there at Division Three? I just think, you know, every single player in Division Three loves the game of football so much. You know, we're not doing it for, for the money or we're not doing it for any of these NIL deals that they have going on right now. You know, we love the game so much. It's just the pure joy of the game. And, you know, anybody who doesn't believe – you know, D3 football is good football. I would just say, you know, go back and watch that Mary Harden Baylor game we had uh, week two of the season or go watch some, some of the other games that we've had. I mean, there's good football, especially, you know, the top five, top 10 teams in the country. I mean, it's really, it's really good football. It's competitive and there's some really good athletes, no doubt. I know Mary Harden Baylor's got guys that are continuing to try to keep playing and they got a lot of stud players over there. Same thing with like North Central and Mountain Union. They got, they got stud players. So, don't don't overlook them because they could be playing for they could be playing for the team you're rooting for pretty soon. You know, and looking at your stats throughout your career, you had 
you know, almost 2,000 career receiving yards, just came up five yards short of that, 1,995, over 20 career touchdowns, you know, really just did a lot to help your team in your time there. Do you have a moment where you felt like it all came together? You know, obviously you talked about your freshman year, you know, not paying attention or missing what happened in the practice, but how did it all come together and click for you so you could be such a productive player in your time at Whitewater? I would say a, a big help in that was uh, my roommate. I roomed with uh, Ryan Wisniewski. He uh, he was a receiver for us last year, and he ended up getting a mini training camp invite with the Packers this past year. Uh, and, you know, him and I, we were roommates throughout my whole career, and we just grinded every single day, worked hard every single day, worked out together, did did almost everything together. And, I, and it really showed me because – I mean, he was he was our best player when I got there as a freshman. When he was a sophomore, he was our best player on the team. And so just, you know, working with him and just seeing how he went about things, you know, that really helped me to then get into the role I was able to get into. And then him and I complement each other so well my junior year, his senior year in 2021. You know, when you talk about, you know, the guys who helped you along the way, a lot of people maybe aren't as familiar with some of the guys on your team. But like you said, there's legit talent on that roster. Who are some names that maybe people don't know that, you know, we need to learn as you talked about, whether it be going for the NFL this year or maybe even college football next year? Yeah, I think a real big name that you need to look out for is uh, Egan Hine and also his little brother, Stephen Hine. His little brother was a sophomore this past year and he was a receiver and he's going to be a stud, man. He, he really is. He jumped into a starting role this past year and he was making plays. Uh, but Egan, he's, he's been pretty stout ever since he got to Whitewater. Uh, he's played as a freshman a good amount. Uh, and then his sophomore year, he was all conference, all region. You know, this past year, he was all region again. Like, he, he's a stud corner and just battling with him every single day and, and one-on-ones in practice. You know, that's, that's what, you know, got me to be as good as I am when I get to go up against the best every single day. So those two, those two brothers right there, I mean, they should be on some radars pretty soon because they're studs. You know, we talked about the conference you guys play in. D3's got some really talented teams all throughout the country, but particularly your guys' conference can be a real gauntlet at times. Can you talk about, you know, the conference that you guys play in, the competition that you guys play in year after year, and how you feel that it's helped transform your game to where you are now, you know, lobbying for a professional career? Yeah, I I think it's – it's done so much. I mean, just the way that you feel after the game, the physicality of the game in our conference has, is just compared to nothing else. You know, a lot of teams will play three or four f- games in their conference where, you know, they're blowing teams out and then they're out for the second half. They're not playing the second half, but you know, in our conference, especially this past year, we had to grind out every single game and the physicality in the conference is just unmatched across the country in division three. So, I mean, you're, you're waking up every, every Sunday, you're pretty sore and then you wait and then you go back to practice Monday and you get, you get right back into it. So I think, you know, that set me up, you know, not being the biggest guy, I know that, you know, playing at the next level, I'm going to be sore. I'm going to take those big hits. So just, I think the conference helped me a lot to, with the physicality and being able to take those hits and go under that physicality. You know, and I, I've talked to a lot of prospects and a lot of guys always have that kind of like 
moment where the rubber meets the road where you know they maybe have to look in the mirror and decide is this really what i want to do do i really want to keep playing football did you ever have a moment like that in your time in college or did it always kind of feel like you know you made the right choice at whitewater and you know did it all just always seem so seamless or did you ever have a challenging moment where you wondered should i really keep doing this uh you know during covid it was kind of difficult i got quarantined for like 50 plus days so I wasn't able to be with the team I kept getting contact traced I was I never actually got COVID but I just kept getting contact traced so I was out of it for about 50 plus days and uh, you know during that time it really was I was like man like am I gonna ever get to play football again like am I gonna have to like have it come to an end and I mean that was tough but you know getting through it you know, I had great, great roommates, great teammates that just, you know, told me to just keep staying positive. You know, the time's going to come. There's there's light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, I was I'm grateful to have the roommates and, and the family and the friends that I have that kept pushing me and making sure that, you know, I stayed on the path that I, I ultimately wanted to be on. But, you know, with that COVID, it kind of detoured it a, a little bit. But, you know, I, I wouldn't have had it any other way. You know, I got to play two extra seasons after that. Last year would have, if there was no COVID, would have been my last season. So I really am blessed to have that extra season to develop and turn into the player I am now. You know, like we talked about, you're pursuing a pro career now. So, you know, take me through the moment where you decided like, hey, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to, I'm going to try and see, can I be a pro? Take me through what the emotions were like and what was, what went into that decision for you? Yeah, I would say the moment when I, when I like was really like, okay, I'm, I'm really going to go all in on this like I'm, I'm gonna put everything I got into doing this was probably this last summer like the summer going into my junior year I was really I was like okay I was training with Ryan Wisniewski like I stated before and he was he was going into his senior year and I, I already knew that he was on a lot of people's radars and he was trying to continue playing and I was like you know what like I I, th- I think I could keep playing you know I think I got the talent so I'm gonna give it a try and also Quinn Minert's uh, who's on the Broncos right now I played I, I was pretty good friends with him when he was at school and you know he I trained at the same place that he trained and he would come up to me and tell me you know like I think you got what it takes so hearing him say that you know that helped build my confidence and you know I would just like the emotions you know they there's a lot of emotions it's like you know you think you watch games in the NFL you watch them on TV you're like man can I play in that game you know, and, and things like that, you might, maybe you doubt yourself, but I just, you know, I just stay focused on every day trying to get better and doing what I can. And when the opportunity comes, I'm just going to take that opportunity and run with it. You know, and this year's draft class has a lot of really good wide receivers. And, you know, my Buckeyes, Jackson Smith and Jigba, we've seen at Tennessee with Jalen Hyatt. You know, there's going to be a lot of other names that get thrown around, but you're yeah. a guy who brings a unique skill set. So I got to ask you, you know, what do you feel separates you from other wide receivers in this year's draft class? I think just my overall ability to play on special teams. Yeah, you know, I, I I played on kickoff. I played on punt. I played on punt return, kick return, all of it throughout my college career. I think that's a that's a big thing that was, that would separate me because a lot a lot of those guys, those big time wide receivers in the Division One level, they're not really on special teams because they're just they're just on offense making a lot of plays. So I think my ability, like my my gritty mentality. It's just like a like a, a gritty football player. I'm not one of those receivers that's like you know, uh, not trying to say that those guys are like pretty boys or anything, but like you know, I'm not one of those guys that cares about too much about how I look or how things like that. I just go out there and play football and try to make as many plays as I possibly can. So I think that you know, my blocking, I really take blocking seriously. 
I mean, I feel just as good when I score a touchdown as if I did blocking for my teammate and he goes and scores a touchdown. I feel just as good either way, you know, because the ultimate goal, I mean, we scored the touchdown. That's all that matters on that play. So I think my special teams and my ability to block. You know, and you talked about the willingness to play on special teams. I mean, let's be honest. The wide receiver position has been called the diva position of football at times where guys are like, you know, they want their numbers. They want the football. They want to make the play. It's very rare where you see a wide receiver, like maybe a Matthew Slater or a Gunnar Olszewski, who's like, hey, I'll play special teams, whatever it takes. So I got to ask you, where does that mentality of, I like throwing blocks. I like playing special teams. Where's that mindset and that gritty mentality come from? I got to say, you know, it comes from my father. You know, he always instilled in us that, you know, you, you got to have that. You got to play with the chip on your shoulder, especially me not being the biggest guy. You know, I'm only 5'11", 185 pounds. So, yeah, I got to play with that chip on my shoulder. I got to I gotta look off the look off the cliff, as we'd say at Whitewater every once in a while. You got to look off the cliff, hang off the cliff, and just play as hard as I can at all times. Never take any plays off or anything. So, I got to credit that to my father for sure. He always instilled it into me and my two brothers that I have. Just always, you know, play as hard as you can and play as physical as you can. Because the, the, the things that people notice are the little things, the things that go unseen or that the just from the naked eye or just watching the game, people don't notice. But those are things that the scouts and the people, they really want to see. You know, and you bring up your family. You know, a lot of people don't understand to get to where you are today, to play the amount of years of college football at the level you played it at, to be in a position to even declare for the NFL draft. It takes a really strong and solid support system. So can you talk about the support system you have in place and the people in your life who have helped get you to where you are today and just how much they've meant to you on this journey? Yeah, uh, my, my mother and my father, they're two, they're, I would go and say the two greatest parents in the world that do anything for me. They're my biggest supporters. They're at every single game. I mean, they came to every single game in my entire football career. I think they missed one game because they were watching my older brother's senior day when he was playing. So that's the only reason they ever might've missed the game, but my, they're my biggest supporters. You know, they'll always taking care of me, always looking after me, you know, and my two brothers, I got an older brother and a younger brother and just, seeing how proud they are of me and everything that I'm doing, it just makes me want to keep going. And I'm so proud of them, you know, cause they're doing what they're doing in their lives. And it's just, it's great to have the support system that I got cause they, they truly do love me unconditionally and do whatever it takes to put me in the best position to be where I'm at today. You know, when we talked about, you know, your grittiness on special teams, you brought up the size and some people might want to paint you in a box a little bit as a wide receiver. They might want to put you more as a Julian Edelman, a Wes Welker, you know, Danny Amendola or Braxton Berrios and say, hey, do the kick returns, do the slot work, you know, stay inside as a wide receiver. But can you talk about the versatility you bring to the table and why you feel that you can be so much more than just that, you know, typical short slot wide receiver? Yeah, for sure. I mean, this, my, my junior year, my senior year, I played on the outside a good amount and I was going up making catches, making plays. So I like my mentality at all times, that ball's in the air. I mean, it's mine. I'm not going to let anybody go get it. That's going to be my ball and I'm going to come down with it. So, uh, you know, I, I do like playing in the slot a lot, but I love playing on the outside. I love getting man-to-man coverage, press coverage. I, I always thought that press coverage was one of my strongest suits releasing I always thought that, you know, I was very good at releasing. So, you know, I, I think I'm more than just a slot receiver and 
a returner for sure. You know, and one thing that folks don't realize is in the NFL, your character can make or break your career before it even starts off the field. Character is so massive in today's NFL. So talk about, you know, if one of these 32 NFL teams brings you in and they take a shot on you, what are they getting from you as a person? They're getting a hard worker, a listener, someone who's very coachable. You know, I've always, you know, I, I would obviously every single person in the NFL, they've got more knowledge than me, you know, cause that's why they're there. So, you know, I, I'm just a, a sponge. I soak up, soak it all in, you know, I'll never disrespect. I'll never talk back to a coach or anything like that. You know, I'm, I'm there to work and I'm there to do what, what is needed and what is asked of me. So, you know, I would say a listener, a, a hard worker and someone who's very coachable and, and very respectful to everyone else. You know, and one thing that you brought up is your ability to learn and your willingness to learn. And a lot of people don't understand to play the game of football. It's not just about what you do on the field, but it's what you do off the field in the film room and in the weight room. So can you talk about what your training preparation has been like in the film room, in the weight room, as you're leading up and preparing for a career in the NFL? Yeah. So I've I've been watching a lot of film on, you know, my past games from this past season on, you know, the things that maybe didn't go the way that I wanted them to go, or I didn't, I didn't run the route the way I wanted it to be ran, or I might've had my hands placed wrong on a block. Um, just, I, 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 I'm a film junkie for sure. I, I watch a lot of film. I probably had the most hours watched out of anybody on our team. Yeah. Cause I would get, as soon as practice ended, I get, get home and I'm flicking on the film and I'm watching it for hours and I'm watching it all throughout the day. So yeah, I, I love watching film. I'm always watching film on what I got to do to make to get my game better. And then from like the training aspect, I, I go to next level performance in Waukesha. I'm, I haven't gone there right now. I've been training here back at home. But when I get back into Whitewater, I'm I plan to get back training there starting probably like January, early January. But next level performance, it's a it's a real good place to train at. There's a lot of good athletes there and all three of the Watt brothers are in there. So I get to see them every once in a while. So it's just, it's just a great atmosphere to train with. I mean, you're training with some of the best in the league. So sweet. When's the last time you challenged JJ to a bench press competition? <laughs> I never would do that. Dude. He, they are strong, man. They are strong. You know, you talked about, you know, how much you watch film and being a true student of the game. You know, a lot of us guys, you know, we, we watched football growing up and we maybe we gravitated towards a certain player and we were like, man, I wish I could play like them or I'm going to try and emulate their game. Do you have anybody growing up that you really latched onto as the guy you wanted to play like when you started playing the game? Uh, I really liked LaDainian Tomlinson. I, I, I got all his spikes. I, I always like, I always, whenever I was playing in the yard or anything, I'd always do his touchdown dance where he'd flip the ball. You know, I love LaDainian Tomlinson. Uh, but as I, you know, kind of like formed into like a receiver, I really, I really liked Wes Welker. I really like embodied my game off of him and how he played the game just because we were similar body types and we, we played the game pretty similar. So, you know, LaDainian Tomlinson, I, I, I would have loved, you know, be, be the running back that he is. But then Wes Welker for sure is someone that I definitely looked up to. And when you watch film today, do you watch any of the current wide receivers in today's NFL and try and, you know, take bits and pieces of their game and put it into yours? hundred percent. I watch a lot of uh, like Keenan Allen and Justin Jefferson, Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams. I watch their releases a lot because their, their releases are, they're unmatched. Like those, those four right there, they got, they got all, all the tools you need, all the tools you want to play receiver. 
I watched him a lot. And also I've been watching a lot of Cooper Cup because he he just has a knack of, you know, getting getting open, getting in the in the in the area, finding the zones in the defense. And then he he's real good at making people miss and getting yards after the catch. So watching those those five guys, I've I've really watched a lot of their film in the last few years. You know, one of the really cool things with the NFL draft and the NFL draft process is all the all-star bowl game opportunities that prospects have. Have you been invited or gotten to participate in any of those all-star bowl games? And do you have any on your radar to maybe try and get into? Yeah, I got invited to the podium all-star game in Miami. And right now uh, I'm on the wait list for the CGS. So I'm kind of in the middle. I kind of, I got to make a decision pretty soon here obviously, because they're, they're about three weeks away. So, you know, I'm going to give it a couple more days to see if anything changes with the CGS. But if nothing changes, I'll, I'll probably be taking that one at the podium all-star game out in Miami. So what goes into that decision-making process? A lot of people just assume, oh, you get invited, you're naturally just definitely going to go. But people don't understand some of the decisions that go into, do you want to go down to that all-star game or do you want to put more focus on preparing for pro day and combine? So what's going into that decision for you right now? No, a, lot, a lot of it is like, is it a good opportunity? Are there, are there a lot of scouts will it really help me to get my name out and will it really help me for people to see the way I play? It's really intriguing because the podium bowl has got an actual game. So I get to play an actual game at the end of, of the week. So that that's really intriguing. And the CGS, I, I know, like a, a guy that used to coach on our team, he he's worked with the CGS and and he's said nothing but great things about it. And they they have a lot of scouts and that game is not game, but showcase is really a has really skyrocketed in the last few years. So, you know, I, I'm just looking for whatever is going to give me the best opportunity to get my name out there and get get my name in into scouts and into organizations so that they're, you know, at least thinking about me. And then after that, you know, I'll really be focusing all my time into combine and, and training and for the pro day that will be at whitewater you know and one thing that people are going to see a lot as draft season continues to ramp up is scouts are going to have words that they use to describe the way you guys play the game so if you could in your own words describe the way you play the game of football how would you describe it i would say smooth you know i'm i, I play the game smooth I, i'm in and out of my breaks i'm i'm not you know super hectic you know, I just, I, I get to the spot. I'm in and out of the breaks. I, I make people miss. My goal is always to make the first person miss. So yeah, I would say the best, you know, he's, I, I'm, I'm smooth with the way I run and the way I make my breaks and my cuts. You know, and one thing I really like to do is I always love to see where people rank these three things. So it's a question I ask all the time, uh, depending on the position you get, you know, my specialist for some reason, put the weight room really low. But I'm going to have you rank one being the most important, three being the least important. Where would you rank the weight room, the film room, and the practice field? Oh, that's a good question. I'm going to put the weight room as number one because that's where that's where all the all the dirty work happens. That's where you know that that's honestly where you spend a lot most of your time. You know, the off season's a long time, so I'm going to put the weight room as number one. Uh, I'm going to put the practice field as number two on the practice field. I'm going to say, you know, you're going to practice is huge. You practice more than you play in the game. So practicing practice is definitely got to be up there. And then, you know, film it's three, but it's not, it's not a far three. Like, you know, it's very important as well, but I think those first two, because those, those first two are things that 
that are very important to you perfecting your craft and, and getting, getting as good as you can, because, you know, the film comes after practice, like the film, the practice is filmed. So then you watch the film after practice. So that's why I would put the film as the number three, because you practice and then you go back and then you watch the film. You know, and you talked about, you know, being a true fan of the game and the guys you, you know, grew up, you know, idolized and wanting to play like, you know, a lot of people sometimes maybe feel like, hey, I would fit better in this system than this system, or I would fit better on this roster than this roster. Do you feel like given the way you play the game of football, that there's a system you fit better? Or do you feel because of your versatility, the ability to play special teams, the ability to play in the slot or to play out wide, do you feel like that versatility allows you to be a great fit for all 32 NFL teams? Yeah, I, I would say so because I, I know all teams, they, they always need someone on special teams. They always need someone that's gritty, that, that you know, just is doing whatever they can to get onto the field. So I would say all 32 teams, you know, obviously – Growing up, I always watched Bill Belichick, and he always had a way of finding these, you know, small slot receivers and found a way to get them the football and really make a name for themselves. So, you know, he that is a system with the Patriots that I do think I would fit in well. But I think all all 32 teams that, like, you know, I would fit in well just because my special teams and versatility at receiver, like you said. You know, and you bring up Belichick. Belichick really helped to, you know, make more popular bringing in the smaller short slot receiver who could do it all. And now we've seen, I mean, we've seen Alex Erickson who was with the Bengals for a few years, see guys like Trent Taylor. I mean, there's a lot of slot receivers and it's not just in Belichick's system anymore Mm -hmm. that are doing more than just playing in the slot. I have to ask you though, you know, was there ever a moment in time where anybody ever told you like with your size, like, Hey man, I don't know. Maybe you just don't have the size to play out wide. And if so, if you ever doubted for that size, if you could talk to someone who's maybe going through something similar right now, where they're being told, Hey, maybe you're just not big enough to do this. What would you tell that person? I would tell that person, you know, just, just say, watch me, you know, watch me do it. You don't think I could do it. Just watch me. Just give me one chance. I'll prove you wrong. I'll show you. Cause I definitely went through that. You know, I definitely went through the spot. You know, you're, you're a slot receiver. You're only a slot receiver. It was the biggest, my sophomore year actually at Whitewater where, you know, they only had me in the slot. And they were like, you know, you're really not, you're not big enough to play on the outside. You know, we just really want to have you in the slot. But then, you know, we got a new receiver coach that came in my junior year and he, he just said it how it was. He, he, he said, you got the talent, you need to be on the field and we're going to have you on the field no matter where it's at. And so to anybody that's going through something like that, you know, just keep working hard and just tell them, watch me, watch me make the play, watch me do it. Cause if you believe in yourself and you believe you can do it, then you definitely can do it. You know, and you brought up something at the beginning with your recruiting process and how it was kind of slow. And, you know, you only really had maybe a couple preferred walk-on looks or, you know, they offer at Whitewater. So I want to have you give a piece of advice to a high school kid who's not happy with the way the recruiting process is going. Maybe they're not getting the offers they thought they'd get, or maybe they're getting hardly any offers at all. What did you tell that kid about that situation? I would just tell them, you know, there's, there, there are schools that are, that are interested, obviously. So just, just find the school that really is wants you the most and is really down to earth and really interested in you, not only as a football player, but as a person, you know, and just find a school that, you know, you, you can grow yourself as an individual, as a person. It's not, you know, life's not all about football. It's not all football. Obviously 
you everybody has that dream of going to play division one football but i promise you there's there's great football at all levels at all divisions so if you're one of those guys that only has you know division three schools looking at you then go look at them go go give them a try go give them a shot and who knows maybe you play great for two years and then you get to move up you get entered you know with the transfer portal and how crazy that's been these these last couple of years, you know, maybe you get to move up. So, you know, don't, don't get down on yourself just because you're talking to some division three schools right now, or not talking to too many schools, just keep working hard and trust that, that your ability, trust in your own abilities and everything will work out. I'm always interested, especially with the small school guys, with the way the portal is today, did you ever have a moment where you thought maybe you would jump in it and just toy around, see what was up? Or did you always <laughs> feel fully committed to whitewater? Uh, I would say after, uh, my sophomore year, uh, you know, I was playing a lot. I was making a lot of plays, and I was like, ah, I, I really think, you know, I think I could, I could jump up a couple levels maybe. I think I could find a spot in Division One. But then we went to the national championship, and then we lost in the national championship. So I was like, ah, I can't leave this team. I, I can't leave this school. I can't leave my boys here. I got to go, you know, try to, try to win one with these guys. So that was the only time really that I had thought about that. But ever since we lost in that national championship game, I've been all whitewater all – all, all my time there. You know, and you brought up an interesting point, and that is, you know, maybe jump up, play at a higher level, but you may not get to experience that feeling of playing for a national title like you did at Whitewater. So if you could talk to a kid who maybe they're entertaining an offer from a Whitewater or Harden-Baylor or, you know, North Central or Mount Union, and then there are other offers, maybe they're at low-level D1 schools who just aren't that successful, you know, and that kid, you know, maybe doesn't understand that, you know, you might go to a D3 school, but the opportunities you have to win and the experiences you could have, what would you tell a kid about, you know, D3, sometimes some of these elite D3 schools, they might be the best route for you. Yeah. I would just say, you know, like if what's, what's most important to you, you know, if, if you want to be, if you want to win, then, you know, go to one of those schools. If, if you, if plan and, you know, focusing on yourself is more important to you than, than the whole team and the whole team winning, then yeah, maybe one of those other schools is, is where it's at for you. But, you know, for me, when I came out of high school, it was, I want to go to a place where, you know, obviously I'm going to have a great chance to get onto the field right away, but where we're going to win, where the school is already, you know, they're good and they're already playing good football and we're going to win. So that that's what it came down to for me. So I would just say, if you want to win, then those are the schools, those are the schools to go to. You know, and last question for you, man, like we talked about, we know what you bring on the field. We know the type of person you are off the field. The ultimate goal is that one of these 32 NFL teams takes a shot on you. So at the end of the day, why should one of these 32 NFL teams take a shot on Tyler Holty? Because, you know, I've been, I've been doubted my whole life. You know, I've always told people I, I'm, I'm going to go play in, in the NFL. I'm going to go get my shot in the NFL. So, take a chance on me because you're going to get someone who's never going to take a day off, never going to take a rep off. I'll always going to show up on time, show up early. Like just be the first one in there, the last one to leave. You're going to, you're going to get someone who's very coachable, someone who will listen. You know, you only got to tell me a direction one time and I won't mess it up again. You know, coach me up on something once and that, and that's that I'll, I'll have it the rest of the time. So yeah, you're going to get a quick learner, someone who's respectful and someone who's just got grind and just going to grind everything out. Tyler, I've had an absolute blast having you on the show today, man. Thank you so much for hopping on with us. I appreciate you for having me, Tobias. It was great. Yeah, man, for sure. And, folks, that's all we got for you guys this time. That was Tyler Holty, Wisconsin Whitewater wide receiver, 2023 NFL draft prospect. 
But until next time, we'll see you guys later. Have a good one. 